The following is a TPC Network podcast. Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. You ever know what? You ever think about? Hold on. We should we should redo that. Uh, okay. I, I wish that I had a time machine so I could go back and do another take where I don't hit the mic stand. <laughs> well, we could just also we have B laughing in the background. <laughs> I um, mean, we, we could just, like, do another take. I mean, that's easy no, enough. No, the only option is that I build a time machine so I can go back and change that one moment that doesn't mean anything. Well, yeah, it really doesn't mean anything. I mean, it just takes two seconds to do a take and then, you know, going back in time. Nope, time machine, only option. Uh, Steve, we, we need to talk. back so glad you guys could join us i'm here once again with the fabulous the enviable the indomitable nathan pepin how's it going pepin you sound like an announcer there i I like it yeah well i'm working my way into being a sports announcer and someday i'll be able to say the words i've always wanted to say they did a pretty good job i thought you're gonna say like the (laughs) n-word no i'm not not interested in that one (laughs) While we're on that subject, we do have a second special guest here today. There's actually only one, and her name's Brienne. How's it going, B? Hi. The B word. Oh. Okay. Brienne, how's it going, Brienne? It's going. Alrighty. So uh, the topic today is. Um, time machines and it let's say so here's the concept i've built a time machine that can bring you back in time to any moment in your entire life that lets you do over that moment in your life but the only catch is that the moment that it brings you back to is something completely innocuous something completely does not matter at all it's it's a ridiculous thing so it wouldn't affect where you are right now it's not like oh i'll be like uh two hundred dollars richer or not two hundred like, like, i'd $2, go back $2, and I, i'd invest a thousand dollars in google back yeah, yeah, when yeah. it first came out like it can't be that it has to be something completely irrelevant but that still hits home for you like you would want to go back and change it you'd be roughly the same per- well you'd be almost exactly the same person maybe just a little little tiny bit different like so much, so little different that you would be able to tell. Now, of course, the butterfly effect says that we couldn't go back and change something small and not have it change the future drastically or not know that it's not going to change the future drastically. But whatever we come up with, I'm pretty confident is going to, well, no, it's not going to change the future that much. Also, we have an episode on the butterfly effect. Well, we, we talk about in the time travel episode, I think it's episode four. It is one of the first episodes for sure. It's a good one. Uh, we talk about uh, taking in the ass for for the Jews. For the Jews, yeah, yeah. Taking in the ass to prevent the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. It's a great episode. Go listen to that one after this one. But anyway, Nate, do you what 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 would you go back and change? Okay, so this is gonna sound kind of dumb, kind of crazy. So just just go with it. So. Back when I was in, like, uh, I think it was, like, third or fourth grade. I think it was third grade. I had this friend named Michael. And Michael, he had parents that were divorced. So 
one parent lived in this one house somewhere and the other parent lived in this other house his michael's mom did this program called like it's called oam odyssey of the mind where you do like play acting and make weird things and it's, it's kind of a weird thing to describe but it's acting involved with a stunt like making a spaghetti bridge or structure that has to hold a certain amount of weight and you'll be acting out the thing while they put weights on this uh structure and see if it collapses and stuff but anyway so uh, I was involved in that program, and I was also friends with Michael, and I didn't have a ride to the program. You know, I got a ride there after school, obviously, but uh, I didn't have a ride home because my parents were working. So Michael's mom uh, agreed to give me a ride home. Now, usually the ride home would be with Michael, right? But uh, that day, Michael had to go to go to his uh, stepdad's. So, you know, got in the car, and uh, she dropped him off at the stepdad's, and then uh, as his mom's backing up, you know, it's, it's a little awkward just being in someone's mom's car, you know, alone, but she starts backing up, but then this kind of neighbor, kind of, or this person just kind of walks across, and it's a family member, apparently, I'm pretty sure it's a family member, and she starts talking to the mother, and the mother's like, oh yeah, blah, 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 and then uh, she's like, oh, is that Michael out back in the, in the back seat? And I don't know why, but I felt super embarrassed and really awkward. And it was super, super awkward. And, uh, like, this is the most embarrassed I've been in my entire life. <laughs> it's, it, it's not rational. But <laughs> I hate when someone mistakes me for Michael. <laughs> so what I would go back in time to change is I would just kind of, like, hide underneath the seat. Like, I would just kind of, like, pretend I wasn't there and just kind of, like, duck down. <laughs> that way this lady wouldn't see me and wouldn't mistake me for Michael. <laughs> So, so if if that never happened, that would no longer be your most embarrassed moment. What would become your most embarrassing moment? Uh, well, there was that time. I think I described it in the podcast. I mean, it wasn't embarrassing. It's more like, ah, oh, this is shit I have to deal with. But uh, the time I crapped my pants and had to do the SATs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. That you crapped your pants in school in front of everybody <laughs> yeah. and were and had to take a standardized test that decided your future and that was less embarrassing than being mistaken for your friend when you were six <laughs> nathan your scale of embarrassment is absurd okay let's be specific here though i didn't crap my pants in school it was on the way to school <laughs> my mom was driving me it, it was one of those like ones where you uh, you know it, it feels like it's just a fart but then it's a you know comes out it's a shark and it was it, 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 it was bad. I was wearing white khakis. <laughs> uh, I, I, I tied around, like, this thing around my waist, but, you know, the, the hoodie. But the, the girl still laughed at me as I walked up the stairs. Being mistaken for Michael is worse than sharding your pants and taking a test. <laughs> I mean, the main thing that's awkward about the test was, <laughs> was just readjusting my, like, like... Like, I didn't want it to smell, so I kept on readjusting, trying to cover it when I was, like, taking the test. It's very kind of awkward. It, it was awkward. It's more awkward than it was embarrassing. Did they ever find out you weren't Michael? Uh, yeah. She, she said, oh, no, that's that's some, uh, one of his friends. That's some kid. Which is even more embarrassing for me, because it's like, oh, God, I'm one of Michael's friends. <laughs> <laughs> if that's oh embarrassing for you, imagine how embarrassing it was for him. Man, I am zinging away today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, B. Yeah. Wh what would you go back and change? Um, 
Okay, so mine's kind of a um, a confession and a regret all in one. Oh. I so my birthday is December twenty third. And so, something that was very popular when I was in uh, grade school was anyone who had a birthday during the school year would bring in, like, a a treat or a goodie to share with the classmates. And my birthday, being so close to Christmas, I never got to celebrate and have parties with, like, people, friends, or I didn't have friends. I'm not sure which, but... Um, so anyways, for my class, we, I would always make cupcakes with my grandmother because I live with my grandparents at the time. So they tasked us with getting a list of how many people in our class to make cupcakes for, right? Simple enough. Um, so it was always, you know, one for the teacher, one for everyone in class, including myself with maybe one or two left over. And that's all they wanted exact. So I, being the cake hoarder that I am, um, got the smart idea somewhere around third or fourth grade. So I was a couple years into this now. And I got the smart idea of, well, I can just say there's this many and have extra cupcakes for myself. And um, so I started doing that. I uh, made... Made, made out my list and then I was like well I'll do like four extra cupcakes I didn't want to go overboard because then my grandmother would be like there's not 38 people in your class like what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing like you know what I mean so like generally the classes I were in were 21 to 23 at the most so I would you know boost it to like 26 well we would make up to 26 so I would go to like 28 or whatever and um and that was acceptable um I my one regret is this one year I think it was fourth grade I want to say that I went and I passed out all the cupcakes to everyone in my class and of course you know the boy that I had a crush on got the better looking one so I gave him the better looking cupcake that I had and um so I had all these extra cupcakes and for whatever reason this year there was uh, I don't know if they're like special needs students that came in with our class because we were doing something for the holidays and um there's this is embarrassing the, there is this one kid that I didn't give a cupcake to but everyone else got one and I ate it instead (laughs) and I regret that moment because like I felt bad almost like (laughs) the second you finished the cupcake (laughs) the second though I felt bad knowing I was premeditated but you ate it anyway Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you had her make extra cupcakes, but there were unexpected additional guests that arrived that day, so you almost didn't have any extra cupcakes. So your remedy was to not give some to special needs kids so that you could eat extra cupcakes. Yep. <laughs> and you felt bad about it beforehand? Before you did it? <laughs> While you're eating the cupcake in the corner. <laughs> this 
like, oh, didn't make enough. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, I feel so bad. But it's... Well, no, but so I ate mine before I handed everyone, like, at... (laughs) (laughs) So you gave yourself one at the end as well. So while everybody else was eating one, you were eating one, but you had already eaten some. Correct. I have one in the morning for breakfast uh, out in the schoolyard. (laughs) (laughs) Hiding under the jungle gym. Eating your birthday cupcakes. (laughs) Yep. And then, yeah, and then that time we hit them all out. And I was just like one short with the amount of guests that we had. I I was one short. And uh, I was just like, oh, I don't have one, but this one's mine, so I'm going to eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you couldn't know you were going to have extra guests, so I mean. But do you you feel a little better having having talked about it now? Well, okay, so what I did to remedy how... I felt so bad. Like, I can't even. I can't even. So, what I did is for the following years, I did the same thing. Like, I would tell my grandmother, okay, I had this many um, that I need to give cupcakes for, and it would still be extras. So, what I did is I went roaming the halls, and anyone that I saw that didn't have a snack or um, that I liked that wasn't in my class. Or a teacher that I liked that I no longer was with because I graduated the class, I would give them a cupcake. And Brittany can attest to all of this. So that sounds like a like it created quite a change for you. I was mortified for years with and years to come. It changed the way you behaved. Oh, now the right. lying to your grandmother part was fine. That you wouldn't change. <laughs> <laughs> Does she know to this day? Oh, oh God! <laughs> Don't let her listen to this episode. That's why I said confession. I know I never. She had to have caught on. Grammy's smart. Like, there's this one time that um, Brittany and I were eating. Um, we're twins, and we had the afternoon afternoon kindergarten class. So we would eat lunch, and then they would bring us to school. And I hated a cream soda, but Brittany loved it, and so. As a treat, Grampy gave us cream soda, and I felt so guilty being like, no, Grampy, I don't want your treat. I hate it. So instead of doing that, Grampy would look away like he would be doing something behind the counter and not, not, we wouldn't be in, like, sight of him. And so we were eating whatever we were eating, and Brittany was looking the other way, and I started pouring my cream soda in her cup, and she goes, stop it, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't want this, stop, we're going to get caught. And I still kept pouring, and then finally he turned around, and I had dumped the last bit in. Grampy didn't catch on, but Grammy did, because there was one day that, um, because he stayed at home and she worked, well, one day he had to go to court for something because he was a landlord. So he went to court and Grammy got the time off and she saw me do the same exact thing, caught me. She saw it in the window because she could see her reflections in the window and the look she gave me, daggers. Like she was just a crafty woman. So I'm sure she knew, but she never said anything. Man. (laughs) Die. Pretty intense there. So Nate was mistaken for another person. (laughs) Casually. And you withheld treats from a mentally challenged kid. Yep. Now, what is Steven's story? Oh, boy. Well, there was one time that I had I, I had a dream that my sister was chasing me around the house and around the pool with scissors. And she was trying to kill me with them. 
and then uh, at the end of the dream, uh, I got cornered, and I had to jump into the pool to get away from her, and then I woke up, and if I had a time machine could go back in time, I just wouldn't have that dream. Is that something you can choose? Well, yeah, I'd wake myself up before I had the dream. Is that something you can do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Can I'd, you? I'd find myself, and I'd shake me myself awake, and then I'd disappear into the future. Okay. Never have that dream. Never have that dream. Mm-hmm. Can you not wake yourself up from dreaming? Uh, Well, often you don't know you're dreaming, which is the issue. Mm. I think we touched on this in the dreams episode with Chelsea. I'm going to say episode 24. I'm just going to guess. That's a random number. Yep, random number. But um, <laughs> issue I have, or have had, I don't have the issues as much nowadays, but like, I would have these semi-lucid dreams, and they'd be kind of fucked up, so i try to wake up from the dream, and then I would wake up into other dreams, or I'd wake up in my bed, but then I realized it wasn't matching my bed. It was like kind of that cliche, like, where you wake up, and you are in your bed, but it's actually not your bed, and you're still in the dream, and you realize something's wrong, and then I'd wake up again, wake up again, same kind of situation. It'd always be things like, wait, no, my laptop's over here. It's not over there. How, what, what's going on? So, Yes. Huh. Can I change my answer? Yeah. Yes. That's not a very good answer, to be honest. I, I remember that dream so vividly. I just don't want it to exist. But uh, there was... Okay, so there's this one time in college, and uh, I believe you were there, Nate, when we took the... What was the sex class? No, maybe it was Nick Stewart. Sex? Yeah, it was uh, mm-hmm. It was like a sex education course in college. Um, Sounds pretty hot. Human sexuality, I think they called it. Mm. It, it wasn't. It was like uh, two, 250 people in the class, but there was um, there was this teacher, and she would have guests in sometimes, and one time she had this guest in, and the guest was like a wicked bitch to her, to the students, to everybody. She was like openly flirting with students and like trying, and like, oh, we'll, we'll talk later, or like, we'll meet up later, or something like that, and like, was being a wicked bitch to the teacher, to the point that I... She asked a she asked a question and like I raised my hand and I stood up and I'm like, you're like I was I was just like talk, telling her off basically and like everybody and then she asked a question back like she was she was quick witted and, and fired something back and like I had something for it but I froze and I didn't say anything and I was like uh, I I forget and then. Ever, and then she's like egging me on like being a wicked bitch she's like no no you wanted to stand up and say something what do you got to say and everybody in the class there's like 250 people were like yeah come on say it what do you want to say and i choked and just had to end up sitting back down with my tail between my legs and she went on for the rest of the class being a bitch and i just wish i could go back and finish telling her off as she deserved and be like you're a motherfucking guest in this class none of us think you're something special so why don't you take a step back and teach us and stop being a bitch to the teacher who invited you here and you wouldn't even exist without here in the first place but instead i said nothing and i truly regret that standing up to power i like it yeah. or, or actually not standing up to power <laughs> yeah exactly because <laughs> you remember i did that in the in the honors class that one time when she ke- the lady kept talking about uh, it was in the lecture, and the lady down was talking about uh, all this like 
ancient pottery and stuff and she kept saying everything was a vagina yep and like and i'm like nate i'm not gonna be able to i'm gonna say something you're like steve don't please don't say anything i'm like i'm not i can't help it i'm gonna have to like this is ridiculous she's making shit up at this point and then she brought up like this vase and she's like you see this vase how it has an opening this is just like a vagina and i'm like okay you can't say everything is like a vagina and, like, there were a bunch of people who agreed with me, and then there were a bunch of people who disagreed, because some kids, like, raised their hand, and they're like, well, actually, it was a common thing back in that time that things would uh, would uh, be similar to genitalia, and uh, there were a lot of instances, especially in the Greeks, where they would do penises and vaginas and, and hide them within, because that was just kind of a, a common trope of the era. And I was like, yeah, but she's literally saying everything's a vagina. Just because it has an opening doesn't mean it's a vagina. Yep, yep. I have notes from that lecture, and one of the notes is uh, vag equals face. <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh, she was saying that so, that like somebody drew like a, did like a statue, and she's like that face just like a vagina. Actually, or was it the other way? I think it's something like that. But there's also this uh, this this crown, right? And a girl like uh, you know, raised her hand when you later on in the question periods, and it's like it's, you know that picture you know, that one right there. Uh, it's kind of interesting that she uh, that the uh, crafter of it actually put a vagina on the crown. And uh, it's like the person's like, oh, I didn't notice that. Hold on. And then she's like, oh, that's not a vagina. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing that wasn't a vagina. (laughs) That's hilarious. But I remember after that, after the vagina monologue, (laughs) (laughs) a bunch of kids like came up and like, were like, thank you for saying something because that was obnoxious. And then a couple other kids came up and were like, why did you have to speak up? You sound like a dick bag. So it was like I, I touched so many people in by talking about vaginas. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I have a bonus story. Yeah. A bonus story. A bonus story. Or, or a bonus. A bonus regret, rather. <gasps> time machine regret. So there was this time when I slept over my friend called my grandmother. She's not my real grandmother, but she's like a grandmother. So I slept over her house, and I had school the next day. And this is a very lovely woman. And she would make bacon, and she'd buy donuts from a uh, donut place, and it was great. <laughs> and so one day she, uh, I don't know why, she decides to buy me like two dozen donuts, you know, you know, before going to school. And I'm like, oh, sweet, I get some donuts. And uh, so I intend on sharing them with my friends and stuff. And so I bring them in, and uh, I walk into school. I walk in, We have these things called pods. And it's like it's just like a mini little classroom area, and this is where the students hang out instead of like the locker room is, or not the locker room. Instead of just these lock areas, you have like these this enclosed space where everybody from that team or you know that group kind of hangs out. It's a common room. Common, we go common room. And so uh, I got got to school, and everybody's just kind of hanging out before classes start. And I put the donuts down for like two seconds, and then all the hot girls walk over and oh donuts, and they start just taking them and uh you know a few guys took them but all the hot girls took them and i didn't speak up and didn't do anything so by not speaking up i didn't actually help my friends out and friends are what really matters and this is why we're a part of tcp network (laughs) okay okay first off B, how are you after that story? I know this must be very emotional for you that baked goods went to waste. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I was connecting to a level where I was just like, if this was cupcakes, how 
would I react? I would lose it. I would just start crying personally. Hot girls, hot guys, ugly friends. No. <laughs> you can't. Secondly, it's the TPC network, not TCP. So how good of friends are they to you, Nate? Uh, Chris Vanjo and Brian. <laughs> Case and point. Oh, boy. Uh, Trico, not Trico. He's our friend. Oh, he is a good friend. Uh, Brian Casey. It's weird. Who's that? <laughs> he is just on a Sissy roll. SpaceX. <laughs> good but, friend of the show, Stephen King. But, uh, you know, we love our friends that uh, impact... No, what's it called? <laughs> innovative Hybrid Wrestling. At Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. And, you know, you should check them out on Facebook.com slash... I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> You throw me, like, the hardest things to come up with. That's when you're like, fuck like, you. And if you want to find us, find us on uh, www. <laughs> See? How's it feel, mate? Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to finish that. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash we need a talk show. If you want the square root of pi, Nate will tell you it right now. Uh, it's actually 1.1412... Seven? I'm not sure if it's seven, but it's 1.14. There, no one. way. Isn't there a three? Pi is 3.14, so there's no oh, way the square root, root is 1.14. Oh, square root of pi. Why did I say... I was thinking two for some reason. I don't know. Two is not the square root of pi. <laughs> no, no, it's not. But square root of two is 1.141. 1. Oh, okay. And square root of pi, that's probably like a 1.679. Someone Google that. Google, no, don't really You can Google use it. a calculator as well. No, no, no. Let's just keep going. Okay, well, speaking of calculators... uh. Find no. us on Twitter, twitter.com slash WNTT1. And, you know, we want you to be one of those friends I didn't give a donut to. So, <laughs> if you want to be one of those friends, talk to us, please. And what if... I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you want to be one of those friends that Nate didn't give a donut to, <laughs> donate to us. Oh my god. On Patreon. <laughs> And we'll get donuts for everyone. That's probably not true, but it'd be great to help the show. If we ever have a meetup, you know, it'll be a Patreon exclusive. Uh, I'll be sure not to give it to all the hot girls who aren't donators. Only donators will get it. Hot girls can come by, but they're not getting any donuts. I mean, unless you donate, in which case, uh, conflict of interest. Donate donuts. Donate donuts? Donuts. This is not going well. We need to talk. (laughs) Sponsored by Innovative Hybrid Wrestling has always referred to their wrestlers as megastars and now is encouraging fans across the Maritimes to become megastars as well. But fans don't need to worry about stepping into the ring with the monster Brody Steele. The promotion is looking for donations to help raise money for the annual Christmas Daddy's Telethon. A maritime tradition since 1964, Christmas Daddies helped less fortunate families in the Atlantic provinces to have a better Christmas. At all IHW events in 2017, IHW will raise funds for Christmas Daddies with a goal of raising $5,000 to become a silver sponsor and present the check at the telethon in December. We hope that you will become an IHW megastar to help everybody have an enjoyable Christmas. This has been a TPC Network podcast. For more shows like this, go to tpcnetwork.com slash podcasts.